0: It's Our Universe with Aurelium Balan. What determines how long a star like our Sun lives? It's been around about four and a half billion years. So why hasn't it burned out yet? Also, what about all the other stars in our galaxy? How long will they live? Let's take a look at the life cycle and lifespan of these celestial powerhouses. Estimates suggest that the sun will be around another 5 billion years. But why? First of all, there's quite a bit of hydrogen. The sun's diameter is 109 times that of Earth's, and one sun mass is equal to 2 times 10 to the 30th kilograms. That's more than the mass of 300,000 Earths. That hydrogen is not being burned like we burn coal or wood here on Earth, but rather is being fused at the sun's core. Fusion is the combining of lighter elements like hydrogen into heavier elements and produces far more energy than the burning of fossil fuels. During fusion, a small amount of mass is turned into a very large amount of energy. Now, those of you that know a thing or two about stars know that the mass of a star determines how long a star lives. Exceedingly massive stars, let's say with 15 times the mass of the Sun, will only live for around 15 million years. Seems like a long time, but astronomically speaking, that's the blink of an eye. Millions of years for a stellar lifespan is quite short, whereas a star with half the Sun's mass will live 200 billion years. That's 20 times longer than our Sun simply by being half as massive. So it seems the general rule is that the more massive a star is, the faster that star dies. You might think that more mass means more fusible material and consequently a longer lifespan. But don't forget that more mass means more gravitational force acting on the core, more pressure and more friction, all leading to higher temperatures and a faster fusion rate. Essentially, the extra mass speeds up the fusion process. When our Sun exhausts most of the hydrogen at its core, the core will compress and the star will expand, ultimately into a red giant swallowing up Mercury and Venus. Hydrogen fusion will continue with what hydrogen is left over in a shell just outside the core, and helium will rapidly fuse at the core. Eventually, the Sun will experience a series of pulses that blows off its outer layers in a glorious planetary nebula which leaves behind a white dwarf star. The white dwarf is a hot and dense carbon oxygen core remnant, but it's dim because it's so tiny. Its mass is comparable to a star, yet its size is only about the size of Earth. It's very dense. White dwarfs are the core remnants of low mass stars at the end of their lives. They are the final evolutionary stage of stars like our sun. For stars with eight times the mass of the sun and greater, something else happens. At those higher masses, the carbon-oxygen core becomes hot enough to continue fusing into ever-denser elements. Fusion prevents further core collapse, but is short-lived. At one point, for high-mass stars, the core is almost entirely iron. It turns out that the fusion of iron does not give energy. It takes energy thus the core collapses violently under the crush of gravity and releases a flood of neutrinos that creates a rebound effect which initiates one of the most luminous and powerful stellar explosions in the universe the supernova the high mass star core will either be destroyed collapsed to a neutron star or even become a black hole the mass of a star determines how it lives and how it dies the more massive the faster and the harder a star life and death will be. My name is Aurelian Balan, and I'm an associate professor of physics at Delta College. Tune in next week for more about our universe.